In recent months, economic activity picked up. We can't deal with an economic crisis until you beat the pandemic. The ups and downs. Which way will it go? We're here to keep you informed. This, this. is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, a trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. So we've got a situation. Kelly Lynn's already teased this up for us. Uh, Jacqueline and Richard, ages 63 and 65. You notice she didn't put a last name on there. So uh, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> You're welcome. I did that just for you. Oh, I bet you did. Uh, her kids, their kids are grown, um, a married couple. Um both are in a position with their employers to retire at any given time. Now, that's pretty good, but yeah. you would expect that to be coming at 63 to 65 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when they sat down with advisors uh, provided by their 401k plans, um, they realized they really didn't understand Social Security or have a strategy to maximize the benefits. They're not alone. Mass Mutual no. actually used a, a quiz to test near retiree knowledge of Social Security recently. And uh, retirement benefits during the COVID-19 pandemic and found that 35% of near retirees age 55 to 65 flunked their test. And another 18% earned a grade of D. That is like deficient, I think, right? So that's like more than 50% did not pass. Exactly, yeah. 35 and 18, you can't get anything by Melanie, I'm telling you. She's got it all figured (laughs) out. Those numbers, you know. Only 3% answered all 12 true-false questions correctly. So this was like a 50-50 coin toss, and more than half of them lost. Yeah. I thought those were supposed to be the easy quizzes. No. No, true, false are the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> are they? Yeah. kind of like last names. You throw in one they're word. Always wrong. <laughs> they're always um, wrong. There's <laughs> a lot of options when it so comes to So we'll give those people names. the benefit of the doubt. That's but... right. Oh, well, thanks, because uh, I need it, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess you guys social are going to educate us at this point about some Social Security stuff. We've got uh, so the firm. We have a handy guide. It's the 2021 Guide to Social Security. It's yeah. a quick reference guide. Look, you being smart it's to bring It's over that. 60 pages. The quick reference. The quick, <laughs> quick reference, reference is yeah. over 60 pages. Wow. Social Security, you know, it's one of these conversations that seem like it should be an easy, quick conversation. Most people it are like, not. how much money do I need to retire? And when exactly do I need to take right. Social Security? Yeah. And it's such a hard it's like, because. Well, can you tell me exactly when you're going to die? Exactly. How much did you earn? You. Right. How? When are you going to die? What's your family history? What other assets do you have? And what type of liquidation processes do we have? Taxable accounts, IRA accounts, Roth accounts, all of this in totality to figure out when best to take Social Security. Yeah. Um, so when you look at Social Security, there's so many key components so many questions, so many different conversations to be had. It's a difficult thing to to just adjust with that you can't just answer that question. And it's honestly a beast. I mean, there's so many different situations for every single person. There's no one size fits all. I think is what you're saying too. Absolutely. You know, every single person's situation is so different because of that. So it's like we get this question all the time, but there's probably a different answer every for time every that we single get it. person. Right. Right. Um, you know, when you look at you know, because there's so much information, you know, I think if we just kind of go back to the basics, you know, again, you know, full retirement age, it depends on, you know, be it 65. Let's just call that, you know, 55, 65, 66, 67, you know, depends on, on your age. Um, also, we have to 
to kind of take a look at, you know, how much credits, how many years you've been married, you know, if there's, you know, children's benefits. I mean, there's so much, mm-hmm. again, to, to talk through on this. I think um, we're, no, we got time. I'm sorry. Um, the, the troublesome part to me is the, the, it's kind of like a Ponzi scheme, right? You put money in all you your life, and when you pass, uh-huh. the money quits. There right. is, there's nothing you can give back to uh, your heirs. No, you don't. You don't get to to you know give the benefit to someone else. Potentially and, and your you spouse, s- you know, in a spousal benefit, but this is not something like your IRA or your it Roth IRA. You cannot, right. you cannot give that to to them, to right. family, to heirs. And, and when when you start, the amount you get is. Solid, right? It never changes from there. No, it can change. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are when you when you go back to certain elements, you know, again, you know, depending on. So if you think about required minimum distributions, if you have required minimum distributions, there's taxes that come out of that. Potentially, if you have pension income, um, there are you know inflationary factors. So it's not necessarily that every year is the exact same amount of money that you will receive. So starting on day one is the same you'll receive forever. There can be fluctuations throughout history of mm-hmm. receiving the benefit to you. That can be a big pain point, too. That's a whole other topic in itself is the Medicare premiums based on your income because that will change based right. on your income, as you're saying, all these things. So it can go down. It can go up. It's very dependent on a lot of things, I guess. But And I guess there's other situations where it could change, too. As you're saying, if a spouse, you were taking your own benefit and your spouse passes, your spouse was getting a higher benefit, you could take your spouse's benefit and then get the higher benefit. So... Are are we on page, like, three yet? (laughs) Quick study guide at 60. I'm thinking, uh, how about when we come back after the break, Troy? We have uh, DJ and Melanie go through some of the uh, true-false questions that were actually... In that well, well, I don't know. Let's Based on what Troy was saying before, I'm not so sure we want to do this. <laughs> right. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm not having him answer them, so I was I'm say, you on the hot seat. I'm actually pretty close to the age that they were using, so, uh, so I, you, I'm obviously... You've got a pencil out. <laughs> no, I don't. So, um, guys, I teased it. There's your questions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are the questions on this Mass Mutual quiz? And um, I got my pencil out. Do you have the answers in? Okay. And I'm going to pass this baby. No? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, DJ. Um, so one of the questions, if I take my benefit early, will I have a reduction in, in the actual benefit? And that is the truth. You know, if you can take it before your full retirement age, you'll have a reduced benefit. Very similar, if you, if you wait and you make a delayed benefit, you can actually get a, a little bit more. Okay. So that was kind of what I was talking about yeah. earlier. And, and, the, and, you know, so that's part of the conversation that we have with our clients to, to look at your totality of circumstances, what type of accounts you can and cannot pull from to make sure it may make sense to either, you know, pull it before full retirement age, even to get a little bit less because of the longevity conversation. If, if you know that you're not going to live into your 90s, you know, there's a break point of when you might want to take it early for a reduced benefit or wait lo- longer. Um, so that's some of that that conversation that has to be had. So it's very specific Mm -hmm. to your current situation, your health, your age, and if it makes sense to get the reduction in benefit early. Yeah, one one of the things you want to make sure of when we're dealing with financial planning is that you don't outlive your money. But in Social Security talk, you really shouldn't anyway, right? Because it's going to continue coming. Mm. Uh, 
even in your older age, isn't it? Absolutely. An annuity, so you get paid no matter what. Absolutely. But the rest of your money might not be sufficient Mm -hmm. to bridge the gap in your spending, right? Right, and that's part of it. So you can take it as early as 62, and in some cases we say take it at 62 so we can let your assets go a little bit longer rather than pulling from your assets instead. I got you. So you'll get a lower benefit, but it could be beneficial that the rest is going to continue to stay invested. Because of course, with our 10-year rule, you know, we want your money to be in fixed income that you're going to need to pull in the next 10 years. That way we can have less in that fixed income bucket, more in the growth bucket, then you've got more being invested for longer. Yeah. But, you know, if you... That's a key, the, the firm philosophy right there. <laughs> See, it's got to You don't have there. to have... Well, that's the thing. You don't... If you don't mm-hmm. need so much in that that fixed income bucket, especially right now where we see the interest rates, yeah. you know, if you have a lot of money in, in CDs, you know, it's not the best rate. Growth investments is really where mm-hmm. the return comes into play. So that's a lot of where our firm talks about is, is right. you know, having less in that fixed income bucket because you're drawing from Social Security, you and your spouse potentially, you're having two Social Security benefits benefits less in that fixed income bucket there's more growth especially when we just talked about the returns for the year yeah mm-hmm. well it's been a great year now it's not always like that so you can't judge <laughs> one year's return to, right. to do i need social security yeah, long right term now. it's going to be but about a, a long term that's a great numbers. point yeah. Molly, that, that you well just and up. the other thing that you're talking about fixed income returns uh if they don't beat inflation you're actually going backwards in real terms can you get a fixed income return at 2.6 percent yes but not without taking significant risk. And it's not Mm -hmm. the kind of risk that we talk about taking in your fixed income portfolio. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of things that would kind of negatives when it comes to uh, fixed income to bonds right Right. now. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So uh, first answer is yes, true. Um, If you take your benefits early, you get less for Mm -hmm. basically the remainder of your time on earth. Right. All right. What about some of the others? Yeah. Well, I, th- I like this one. It's, it's towards the back. But the money that comes out of my paycheck goes to a specific account and remains there, earmarked for me, earning interest, until I begin reserving, uh, receiving Social Security. Nick. Which we've actually had clients ask you know, similar yeah. questions. And that's not no. true. It's, it's not. It does not go into an account. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> it's Great not money. in theory, but yeah. no. Well, yeah. and why not? Because our politicians can't leave their hands off of it. So <laughs> there's nothing truly invested, and the money goes to pay the next the person next, right? getting so, out. While you are building assets or you know working and paying into the system, People on the other side are expecting your inputs to be their payouts. Right. And, you know, that's precisely what a Ponzi scheme is, right? Uh, The only thing that saved Generation X, which I'm a part of, is millennials because they're a bigger generation than even the uh, the baby boom generation. So yeah, thanks guys. Appreciate You're it. You're very welcome. Yeah. I may not see Social Security. Well, I probably will. No, I think, My kids may not. But. No, I think they will. I think, and again, I think the, the conversation is going to be the full retirement age. Yeah. Right. So it oh, was yeah, 65. Now it's 67 for you know yeah. Yeah. for yeah. us and, and really for anyone me. that was born in 1960 or later. Your full retirement age is 67. So what are they going right. to do? They're going to bump that. Now it's going to be, and our children will be 70, mm-hmm. 72 at their full retirement age they'll well, just people keep kicking are living, that can people down are the road. living longer too so they're drawing more from the system uh, during their lifetime now i mean part of the reason that you ask the questions do i take the money at an earlier age is what if you don't live to that age yeah. or you could have mm-hmm. taken some earlier i mean there's a lot of folks out there that don't um 
it, it always boggles my mind that we get into these morbid conversations and it's all about <laughs> money, but it's because you don't want to outlive your money. Right. right. Which ties into another conversation. If I'm receiving my Social Security benefit, can it be reduced if I continue to go back to work and work part time? Which that answer is true. If you're working, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if it's if you take early benefit, uh, what is it? Uh, every dollar for every two dollar you make one yeah, for every over two dollars, 19,000. It's pretty low threshold. And that's yeah. a question we get a lot, too, because, you know, some people are like, oh, do I want to go back to work? I'm kind of bored with this retirement thing, but I started taking my Social Security benefits. But no, they do reduce it. But once you reach your full retirement age, then it's only $1 for every $3 above a $50,000 limit. So there's a little bit more leeway once you are full retirement age, but they do reduce it if you're working in that year. Yeah. I got you. Which kind of goes back to your question. Can it change? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we see it a lot. Clients get retired. They kind of get bored after a couple years. They want to start doing something else. Um this is something that you have to kind of look at as well, making sure that don't not go to work because you're going to make money. <laughs> if you want to go to work because you're bored, right. go to work, make a little bit extra money, suspend your Social Security. But yeah, that, and in theory, you're you going know, to earn additional money, credits. You don't need the Social Security. So if your Social Security is reduced, it's probably fine. So that shouldn't be uh, the consideration. Yeah. So if you want to earn a little extra, earn money. Go for it. Do that. Don't about worry to, about yeah. Social Security. Yeah. Um, but but also for that reason, a lot of clients will ask us, should I start taking my benefit now that I've reached full retirement age while they're still working? And a lot of times we'll say no, because for one, you have that income from your salary, and then you're going to be adding additional taxable income that you don't necessarily need. So it's you know one of those, just because you can doesn't mean you should necessarily. Sure. Mm-hmm. So... And that plays into it, too. So you're not penalized once you're full retirement age, but, um, you know, you may be from a tax perspective. Have you ever made that statement to your kids, just because you can doesn't mean you should? (laughs) If only my two-year-old understood that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we never really grew out of that one, so it seems. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Anything else to add, DJ? Um, I think one other important one um, that, you know, I married... If my spouse did not earn income or a greater income, can can that spouse also receive benefit, um, even though they didn't have those individual earnings? And there there is truth to that. Okay. So if you have a stay-at-home spouse, there's one person out of the house working, that other person can receive benefit based off of your earnings. You know, so that's something to consider for your, you know, mm-hmm. you know, homemaker, exactly. if you will. You know, your wife's staying home with the kids. Right. It's fine. She will also potentially receive those benefits mm-hmm. based off of your income. You're so, going the wrong direction, DJ. <laughs> I was going to go home and talk to my wife about being a stay-at-home. Well, let's right. do this. Can I be a home Next today? week, let's do a follow-up to that conversation. That's <laughs> we'll a whole hour that. right there. Let's right. see how... Actually, can we have that conversation on air? Right. Uh, no. <laughs> Troy, your wife is on line one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just stepped out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. please call us if you have questions. Again, because it's very specific, please give us a call, and we can definitely have these individual conversations to help you, you know, kind of filter through Social Security. Sounds great. Uh, You're listening to Money Talks, the trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. We'll be right back. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. 
Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.